Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And this is the 2020 Roundup Review. Spectacular. I just like the word spectacular. Yeah, we're going to talk about our uh, year of video games. Our first year of podcasting. Yes. Our uh, our adventures. It's How crappy of a year it's <laughs> been. How terrible this year has been. How the games have been mostly good. Yes. It's been a pretty good year for video games, especially because when you can't go anywhere. Yes. If you don't own a video game thing and you're listening to this, go buy something that you can play video games with. They should. I mean, aside from the PlayStation 5 and like the Series X, you should be able to find Switches now. Switches, PlayStation 4s. PlayStation 4 Pros. I don't recommend buying those now. I just wait for the 5 <laughs> next year. But a Nintendo Switch is a good pickup, even though I think they're going to come out with a new one next year. That's Probably. the rumor mill. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. It'll launch with uh, Breath of the Wild 2, and we'll have to get it. Oh, shucks. <laughs> I mean, that's why we got the Switch in the first place. <laughs> one, one will be the travel Switch, and the other one will just be there for that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Twist my arm. So... Uh, yeah, this is a little impromptu, but we wanted to reach out to you guys one more time this year before the year's up and, uh, better late than never, better late than never. And just kind of go through some of the games, uh, that we played this year, what we thought about them, games we want to play next year, probably talk a little bit about that and yeah, we'll go through, we'll go through the whole uh, gambit here. So we're just gonna. I'm gonna just list a couple of these because we played a lot of games this year. I can rapid fire them if you want. <laughs> yeah, you know, go for the rapid fire. So these are all the games that we played in 2020. Moonlighter, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Final Fantasy VII Remake, The Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel's Avengers, Just the Beta, Marvel Spider-Man, Subnautica, Little Nightmares, Near Automata, Astro's Playroom, Bug Snacks, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Kind of Cyberpunk. That's 15 games. That's a lot of games if you think about it. I feel like I it. should have said, bug snacks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and then there's games that we reviewed this year, and I think we technically played little bits of them this year. Yeah. But uh, we played them at different times. Uh, Breath of the Wild, mm -hmm. Stardew Valley, and Candace of Hyrule. Cadence, yes. I said Candace, didn't I? I <laughs> always <time>. say Candace. <laughs> I always say Cadence. It's Cadence. Cadence of Hyrule, like my cousin that we've met twice. I think I made the mistake on the podcast, on the actual Cadence of Hyrule podcast. That's fine. Yes. I actually really like the name Cadence, too. That's mm -hmm. why it's really annoying that I messed that one up. <laughs> no, because uh, one of the podcasts I listen to, the girl's name is uh, Candace. Okay. So, so that's why get, I think of that. You get mixed up. Every that's once fine. in a while. Yeah. So anyway... What was your favorite game that you played this year? Not overall, because that's a whole different topic, but what was your favorite game that we played this year? It could be... In fact, I want to break it up into two things. What was the favorite game that you played, and what was the favorite game that you watched me play, and then maybe all together, unless it's the same thing at that point? So my favorite game that I played, I'm going to go with Subnautica. It was a good game. Because I didn't... I wasn't fully sold when you made me start playing it, and then I just got absolutely hooked, and we would stay up well past our bedtime playing just to try to get more things or to continue building a base, and I'm very surprised that I absolutely loved this game and got so invested. I could see you getting into that game again just to build a huge base. 
Yes. I could see you doing that, like making a huge extensive labyrinth of a base. If they update it for the PS5, I'd be interested in trying it. I wonder it. how it would play on the PS5 now, just for the... Because I think the hardware. The, the hardware should be able to handle it better, but we don't know that. That's fair. <laughs> Out of the games that you played... Yeah, so what one did I play that you liked the most? Because I played some Subnautica, and that was really good. I liked it. <laughs> That's cheating. Yeah. I think I would go with Marvel's Spider-Man. The original one or Miles? The original one, just because it was just like watching a Marvel movie. I mean, Miles was too, but honestly, they're probably tied, really. You liked watching the Spider-Man yeah. series the there. Spider-Man, then... Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. too many Spider-Mans. I hope they do a Spider-Verse thing for the third one. That would make me so happy. That'd be cool. That's what they're doing in the MCU right it's now. It's popular. <laughs> so I'm, I'd be a completely okay with if they did it for a video game, too. As I've said randomly to you over the last several weeks, do animals talk in this universe? Because I don't want to freak them out. <laughs> I just want to watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, okay? <laughs> so um, so overall, overall, then, what would you say your um, favorite I don't know. Out of everything that we played... Yes, out of everything that we played. Probably the Spider-Man games. So they were just just that much fun to watch and go through? Yeah, because, like, Peter Parker is just the perfect iteration of... He's got the quips, and he's got the nerdiness, Mm -hmm. and you get Miles in there. And yeah, I have I have different answers than you. Good, that's good. Otherwise, yeah, so this would be a very boring. My favorite podcast. game that you played was Moonlighter. Really, I loved watching you play Moonlighter. Okay, I felt that was one of the best backseat gaming experiences I had when you were in the shop. Oh yeah, and like I trying to stop. Absolutely. The- <laughs> so Bug Snacks was a more fun backseat gaming experience as a whole. Okay, because. It was puzzle solving. So if you were stuck, I could at least guide you on something or help if I figured out a puzzle before you did. So in terms of helping somebody, Bugsnax was better. Mm -hmm. But Moonlighter was really, as I saw it and I watched it, I'm like, this looks interesting. But it was really fun to watch you play it. And I know you enjoyed playing it. I did. So for me, that was the most enjoyable game to watch you play. Isn't there DLC that we should be playing? There is like. DLC that came okay. out. We could probably download it and play it. We right. got nothing after uh, New Year's. <laughs> we have two days Are of we, nothing. That, that's fair. I'm like, we have lots of things we can continue playing, but that's farther down the list. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what was your favorite game that you played? I then? have a tie. Okay. They're both Square Enix. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake and Near Automata. That does not no, surprise me. <laughs> no. Um, we're saying we played this year. Yes. Not games that came out this year. Mm-hmm. If it was came out this year, Final Fantasy VII Remake clearly takes the cake for me. But you... me playing, I yeah. I played the crap out of that game. But I was in love with Nier Automata as well. You really were. Now, rating scale-wise, I gave Final Fantasy a better score. Yes. But Nier Automata kind of dragged in the middle when you were playing as... B2. 2B. 2B. It's A2, 2B, and 9S. 9S. Yes. No, I was thinking when you're playing as 9S. Mm, yes. yes. 9S is the boy. Yes. yes. Or he's an android, so I guess, yeah. Yes. Meant to look male. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Final Fantasy VII, uh, the experience playing them was, I enjoyed both of them very, very much. But Final Fantasy was also a little nostalgia for you, and seeing that nostalgia, like, 
upgraded for the 21st century was like you were you had tears in your eyes just on like the loading screen i had tears in my eyes at several points in that game because there's just so much good history and memory and they didn't let me down at all you're tearing up right now. i am just a little bit just thinking about that game it's so good i have to replay it on the playstation 5 uh just to play it again absolutely groundbreaking game for me so good i'm so excited to see what they do in the next iteration of the series I'm even excited for 16. Yes. They announced Final Fantasy 16, so okay. that's like not seven at all. But that, I'm excited for that game too. They keep making the series better. They're doing really well with the Final Fantasy. I still know absolutely nothing about the series and don't understand why they go from like seven to thirteen to sixteen. It's you don't need to explain it. It's well, okay. The brief, real quick. None of the games are related to each other. With I know. Fair, with rare exceptions. Yeah. They make not. There's one or two sequels. There's ten and ten two would be a good example. Okay. Ten two picks up the story after Final Fantasy ten. Okay. Crisis Core is an a, a Zack story for Final Fantasy seven. I would say kind of like a prequel. Almost. Yeah, and then there's some other spinoff games like Dirge of Cerberus, which focuses around a different character that wasn't even in the game we played. Yeah, so. twice is the in the Japanese version. Of uh huh. And then, but each of the series is not related to each other. They're different universes. Gotcha. So it's just Final Fantasy is just the series, but none of the games are... The overarching. Yes, is. but none of them are actually related to each other for the most part. Yeah, it still confuses me. It's fine. <laughs> what was your least favorite game we played this year? And I'm going to make a caveat. It cannot be Cyberpunk. It wasn't going to be Cyberpunk. I can't, we can't make Cyberpunk that yet because I really feel like we didn't play much Cyberpunk yet. And as a caveat, I'm just going to answer this for the listeners because we said we were going to slow roll Cyberpunk, but we're really slow rolling and you are waiting for the next patch, big patch in January before we actually like sit and seriously play Yeah, it. you're going to probably get our Phoenix Immortal Rising well before that and we're going to... Just we're gonna just drop the bomb here. We'll, we'll we're gonna intermix Hades with that podcast too. So it's gonna be a split that's, little. That's like five things away. Oh man, no, that's way down there. Okay. My least favorite game that we played this year um, is going to be The Last of Us Part Two. Now, what did you like the least about it? Because it's been a while since we played that game. So having how many months? Five months? Six months to reflect. What When you look back on it, what was your least favorite part about that game? The execution of the storyline, which we harped on a lot in that podcast. I wasn't a fan of that, and I think it was just like the hyper-realistic nature of it, especially during like this year of all years, playing in like a post-apocalyptic society, that's, and it's just such, such a hard game to watch like even the first one is but at least you know joel doesn't get brutally murdered in the first 40 minutes and even that's that's not my big angry thing about that game but it was yeah the execution of everything i would have to say i'm gonna probably agree with that statement the game was a letdown because of the story mm-hmm. having time to reflect they accomplished their goal of making people angry they did. They did what they were supposed to do with the storytelling. So reflecting back on it now, I don't, I wouldn't subtract as many points as I did at the time. Mm-hmm. That being said, I still didn't enjoy the story that much. I thought Abby was uninteresting. 
I thought the character development was not nearly as good as The Last of Us, the original one. Mm-hmm. It didn't... An Abby story felt... Not Abby's story. While Ellie's story felt very shot to me. It felt like they really hurt her story more than helped the whole overarching story. So... Dina was a good character. I Ellie was loved Dina. Ellie was still a good character, but the story as the whole was just kind of It's disappointing. It was disappointing. That's a very good way of saying yeah. it. It was very disappointing. And I would hope that they uh in the future I I mean they won so many awards, I don't think they care. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. They did they really cleaned up at the game awards. Like so really cleaned up. I felt other games deserved it more. But, you know, uh, between all the other games, you know, Final Fantasy was never going to win, but that was always my pick. But uh, Ghost of Tsushima deserved it more. Definitely. Than at least The Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, looking back on it, I probably wouldn't have given... I think I gave it like a 5 or a 6. I don't even know. I'd probably... I think we were still doing out of 5 at that point. I think we gave it like a 2.75. Yeah, something like that. I probably would give it like a 7 looking back on it now like I the gameplay like was really good everything else was really good. graphics are gorgeous hyperrealism's disturbing enough to make it what you said it is mm-hmm. but yeah <laughs> i was disappointed i had really high hopes for that game everybody did i had high hopes for cyberpunk though too so that you might still get that that might not be in no man's sky although you should go back and try to play no man's sky cuz it's I might probably make you play no man's sky it's probably the game that you wanted it to be now several years after the fact and they updated it for the PlayStation 5 they so did. i'm a- and i made you download it from your library <laughs> <laughs> okay most fun game to play near automata is taking it for me I had I've never had that much fun playing a game because it never felt stale. I mean, even with 9S's section, there was enough variance in gameplay and jumping around that I felt I was having a lot of fun playing that game. It was not fun to watch in the middle there because you just kind of kept hacking. So it was a lot of repetitiveness yeah, so, for watching. Let's be fair. It says play. So for I'm going to move it to I you know. actually playing yes. the game. Yes. So what was your favorite game to play? I'm going to go with Astro's Playroom. That was a good game. Just because it was so cool to see the capabilities of the controller for the PlayStation 5. And to you watched me, for the most part, play. And to see you geeking out over like the historical PlayStation stuff, because I'm a Nintendo person, I don't mm-hmm. understand any of it. But you geeking out over like some of the treasures that you could find was a lot of fun. And Astro was so cute. Yeah, it was really funny how they did things back in the day. Like how they would implement you having more controllers to plug in and uh-huh. all that stuff. You're looking at it going, oh, man. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> the Astro's Playroom, experiencing the haptic feedback was fun. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Yeah, I would I would say that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was the better experience on the PlayStation 5 for me. Yeah. Miles was good, though. So I had one, one crash with Miles, but the rest of that game was really good. Yes. Oh, that was a scary crash, too, thinking back on it. <laughs> All right, Moth Cathartic. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Why so? Because your sister came out to live with us literally as everything locked down 
and had Animal Crossing and we watched her play two nights and you came downstairs the next morning and was like, yeah, I ordered it for you so that you can play it too. And so we would just like every night visit each other's islands and try to build up our islands to get to three stars so that we could get K.K. Slider to come and play his concerts. Yeah, now you got that five star island going I on. I do. I haven't played in like a week. I played on Christmas Eve because it was toy day or whatever. You've done everything in that game pretty much. I got all the bugs. I caught all the fish. I'm missing two things in the ocean, and I just don't care. Yeah, and then you're never going to get all the paintings and artwork, so who cares? No, he's never on your island. So that was the most cathartic just because when we were locked down, like hard locked down in March and April, and most of May, all of May, um, that's what we did every single night. And yeah. it was, it I mean, was a lot of fun. we literally every night. And I would even play during the day sometimes to get you some of the day stuff you couldn't get. Yes, and we'd take turns. And it was nice that we had it on the Switch because, like, one night your sister would get the TV. The next night I would get the TV. The next night you would get the TV for Final Fantasy VII. And the two of us could just, like, sit on the couch and, like, watch you play and play Animal Crossing. I needed my Final Fantasy. You, you did. It was so good. I know. I'm so happy that came out this year. <laughs> Oh, that was so good. Was that your most cathartic as well? Uh, the good times. <laughs> Anyone who has played Final Fantasy VII back in 1997 when it came out and then plays this game, if you do not have that hit of nostalgia, you're just not human. I don't know what you are. You're some kind of strange robot that doesn't like cool things. <laughs> That is a direct assault at anyone who does not like that game. I'm challenging all <laughs> of you. Those are fighting words. They're fighting words. You see you. You can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. I was just thinking, uh, don't come up the drive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But Thank you, Wayne. I loved it. I mean, for me, I just, I just reminded me when I was just sit there and play Final Fantasy VII all day and just go through and suck up the story again and hearing voices that were perfect for the characters oh yeah are you I mean, tearing up again no this time <laughs> this time i'm just just in a happy warm place final fantasy 7 remake was so good everybody i can't i can't express it enough oh tom winters come up here and play it with me <laughs> i'll make you relive the nostalgia you never had he will ask you so many questions while you're playing and i will answer all of them very happily <laughs> So, I think our most, at least my most disappointing is very apparent. Uh, how about you? Can we give the same answers that we've already given for different things? You can, but it's cyberpunk for me. Okay. I mean, Last of Us 2... I would agree with that. Last of Us Part 2 was disappointing, but it was still a very good game, which There was no say. bugs. There was no glitches no in that bugs. game. Cyberpunk no, was very disappointing. Cyberpunk was... It's a good game crippled by the bugs that it is really 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 bad marketing and really bad pr for cd project they really should have released this for ps5 xbox series x exclusive and the pc exclusively yep they should have not done any of the old consoles and not even bothered marketing for them yep and saying listen sorry this is a next gen game if you want it you're going to have to get to this next gen point yes there's no way they were going to leave that much money on the table that's the problem yep but the goodwill hurt that much more. I know. 
they lost so much goodwill. They did. And they lost billions in stock. And they still made up more than the game was... They were already profiting even, day one. Even with the returns. Still profits. They made they sold thirteen million copies. Step three, profit. Thirteen million copies. Uh-huh. Even after returns. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Jeez oh Pete's. <laughs> People are stupid, by the way. They were expecting it to after they returned the game. They still wanted to play it. They're like, no, we just want our money back. When you return it. Flippin' idiots. You're returning it. People are to- stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop it. <laughs> Keep the game. Wait for the patches. It's going to be good in like three months. Yeah. It'll be good probably after the January patch. Yes. I think it's going to be really good in like three months. But we're going to start playing it again in January. Once if that, If it's still intolerable, wait until the next patch in February. Yeah. So we're going to try it in January again and see if it works. We're going to pick up right from where we left off, right for, before a big heist mission. Which gets you into the main story. Yes, we still have not encountered Keanu Reeves' character. That happens after this point, I, I think. So we're going to get to that point and then go from there. Yes. Most surprising game. I oh. know what my answer is. I want to hear it. I, I want to know. Mine is Bug Snacks. Just because when the PlayStation 5 Spectacular came out in the middle of the summer, or I think it was August... And that was just thrown in the middle. And the theme song got stuck in our head. And we're like, "What? what is this? And then they announced that it would be free. I'm like, all right, I'll play it. And then it's just, it's Pokemon Snap. I was pleasantly surprised. I loved that game. It was so good. <laughs> our nephew loved that game, yes. watching you play it. So our <laughs> nephew was over. She was babysitting him for a little bit. And he was just in love with you playing that Grandma game. Grandma was out getting lunch. And I was like, oh, we can play this. And he was watching me play because he's never played video games before. And He's a young guy, mind you, yeah, everybody. He's six. Six now. I mean, that's a good time to start playing. But we're yeah. not going to get into that yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's fine. So he was, you know, watching me play. And I'm catching bug snacks. And I turned him in. And he was like, oh, what do you have to do next? <laughs> and then when he left because he didn't stay for terribly long, he was like, can I come back and watch you play the bug game more and i was like yeah that's fine you're like this is easy for me (laughs) so easy yes what about you um i have a couple so the first one most surprising for me uh, it's a game we're not i'm not going to talk too much on because we're going to do a review but it's actually hades okay that was one of the most surprising releases it really was it was very good. I was secretly rooting for that to win Game of the Year somehow at the Game Awards, oh even though God. I know it wasn't going to. The character development and design is incredible. It is a lot of the fun. The gameplay is fun. Yeah. I was shocked that they came out with something like that. I mm-hmm. mean, but Super Giant's known for this kind of stuff, but it was really good. Now, uh, games on the list, I'd agree with Bug Snacks. I think that was. Because we were ragging on it pretty hard, and it turned out to be really good. Yes. It turned out like it was really enjoyable to watch you play. It was something that I could watch you play and then look away and then look again and help you solve puzzles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bug Snacks was really good. Yes. From our list up there, yeah, that's the one. Okay. Favorite moments. I'm going to take over here real quick. Please. I got, I, I got a few rants on this one. I have one that I've thought of. Okay. Since we really have, since I've been saying how good of a game it is, but we really haven't talked about it, in Ghost of Tsushima, experiencing first off the photo mode for the first time, mm-hmm. that was the coolest thing ever. You could set the wind effects, you could set the color, the time of day, different poses for the character. 
That was really cool. Mm-hmm. The fact that I played the entire game in Japanese, much to your detriment, but for me, just enjoying the feel of watching an old samurai film, mm-hmm. awesome. The colors of that game, and the scenery, and the graphics, and the gameplay, holy crap. Everything about that game was just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a super singular favorite moment, but overall, just playing that game was really enjoyable. So the only thing I've thought of was, I believe it was at at the beginning and at the very end when you would go meet your uncle, mm. where there was the giant like cherry blossom, and it was just petals. And just pink, pinks and reds, and it was just so stunningly gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, like, the one strong memory I have from that game, was I like, just that scene. I like petting all the foxes. Yes. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, all the Easter eggs in that game are just favorite moments of mine, because I just sit and went, oh, I know what's happening here, mm-hmm. and oh, I can't get that item yet, but I will eventually... And, and stuff like that. Yes. So good. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. Uh, other favorite moments. Uh, Miles, just um, Prowler being in the game. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, they took his uncle as a Prowler and made it a big point of the game, which yes. was really cool. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Genki was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding out that Ashley Birch was in that game. Yeah, that was that was a fun moment where I was like, that voice sounds familiar. I'm going to look it up for uh, the Danacast. Realizing how stupid we were with beating the credits in Near Automata. <sighs> I was a favorite moment after the fact because I was like, I'm an idiot. This is easy. Yes, we got very frustrated with that. Uh, bug snacks, when you would, every time you would take a new picture and they would say their little, their little phrases. Bon appar! Bon appar! The one that we keep saying to each other is chilly nilly. Chilly nilly. Because it's so cold. Or Scoopy Banoopy. That's what we call our rabbit now. Because <laughs> she's, she's just very grumpy all the time and likes to charge you like Scoopy Banoopy. Scorpepper. Scorpeño. Scorpeño. Just that's all we do is say bug snack phrases yes. to each other. Yes. So all of those are my favorite. <laughs> Cookie. Cookie. <laughs> do you have any other favorite moments? Um, no, not that I can think of, nothing that jumps out at me. So we have a few games that we played this year that we, one, a couple of them we've mentioned. We've mentioned we haven't done singular episodes and probably plan on doing so. Phoenix? Ah, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Okay, if we, favorite game played this year, that would actually probably be mine. But we haven't done an episode on it, so I decided to not say that. <laughs> and you'll be playing it in the new year, too, so it'll kind of count for both. But it's really good, it's, everybody. Oh, my gosh. It's it's like playing Breath of the Wild for the first time again. More mechanically rich, which yes. is, in this case is not actually a bad thing. No. At first, it's confusing. It I, is very confusing. You got frustrated with me at the end of the first night because I kept clicking the wrong buttons to glide. But now that you know what you're doing, oh, yeah, it's a good game. Yes, it's very good. Uh, we mentioned Hades. Yes. And we are playing the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Yes. Which is Super Mario 64. Super Mario Sunshine. And Super Mario Galaxy. So I I want to watch you at least play Sunshine before we do a podcast on it. Yeah, that's fine. 
Um, we've been playing Super Mario 64. We played a lot of it Christmas day because we were waiting for a Zoom and then we were waiting to leave. And I powered through the first three worlds completely, like even the 100 coins, yeah, uh-huh. which was great. And now we're in the basement and I hate all of the levels in the basement. I hate the pyramid level. I hate the giant fireball level. I hate the metal Mario level. Oh, hazy maze. Hazy maze. I hate all of these levels so much. I know, but you just need enough to beat the boss so you can go into the upper floors. I know, but you got to get 120 stars so that you can go get Yoshi on the roof. Are we going for all 120? I don't know. We'll be like our uh, our friend Ben who did that in like two days, three days. He got all 120 stars. four days? I don't know. He'll write in and yell at us or he'll just text Well, he's going to be on that one. Yeah, that's, that's fair. He, he, he called dibs. Listen, Ben, you're on that episode. <laughs> I don't really care what you think. So. Also, I think you have my Wii copy of Super Mario Sunshine or GameCube copy of Super Mario Sunshine. We would like that back, even though we have the Switch copy now. Even though I think the GameCube is technically Matt or Mike's. We're going to keep it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> We've been watching a couple animes, uh, where it's going to be more in the future. Uh, we've been reviewing Shield Hero. We're going to be picking that back up in the new year. Yes. So <laughs> expect uh, us to catch up, and then we're going to start watching episodes and probably doing two-episode reviews shortly after we watch them. Yes. Versus being way out in the future, because the next couple ones have been so long since we've watched them. We should probably rewatch them. We'll probably rewatch a few episodes just to... Yeah. And rewrite up and do write ups and catch up. Uh, if there's an anime you guys want us to review after Shield Hero, let us know. I have a Crunchyroll subscription, which just combined with Funimation. You're so excited. That just means I get more anime. I know. I am going to try and get her to watch a couple that I enjoy. Um, I would like you to watch the RE Zero series with me, but we'll see about that one because it's long, but it's very good. Yes. And there's three seasons out of it, so it gives us a lot of content at that point. Okay. Um, what games, after anime, It's uh, there's not really any specific anime you want to watch, is there? No, I made you watch the first episode of The New Sailor Moon, and I it's still very 90s and still very girly, so I'm not going to make you sit through yeah, that. Yeah, it was kind of, it wasn't for me. No. It's like guys who watch My Little Pony, I just don't understand yeah, it. I'm not going to force you through that. No, I don't get it. So, games coming out that... They should be coming out in 2021. Let's yep. be fair. Are there, what games do you want to play first? And again, what games do you want to watch me play? So I wrote an article about this and I did, you know, 10 video games we can't wait to play in 2021. Uh, so I'm just going to go through this list and you and I can kind do of go the, back and forth. Exclude the Xbox ones. Because yeah. we don't have an Xbox. So well, yeah, we're not going to play Halo. Okay. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I'm going to probably make you play that one at first and see if you can handle it. Okay. I've never played any of those. It's a third person swing and shooter. That's why I'm curious. Like Donkey Kong? Kind of. So you're running around in a map like Phoenix? Yes. But you're shooting and like continuously shooting, not just like shooting slowly. Right. Like you have like machine guns and stuff Mm -hmm. and you can swing a weapon around. Gotcha. So I want to see if it's something that you can play. If not, I would going to play that game one of us will play it at some point okay um outrider seems interesting okay we're gonna wait for reviews before we get that game everybody so sure 
Horizon Forbidden West, all it says is second half of 2021. We will at some point probably play the first one over again so she can get the story. And then hopefully that'll be out next year. Uh, Little Nightmares 2. That comes out in February. We'll probably wait until October again. It'll be a Halloween episode for everybody again and kind of catch you up there. But if you're interested in it. Uh, Near Replicant version 1.22474487139. Significance. Yes. But that is the that is the remake of the Near Replicants, which w- only came out in Japan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, I did a lot of research when I did. It's a prequel yes. to the original, not original, to Near Automata. Yes. So it'll fill in the story and make you appreciate Near Automata that much more. Yeah, because that was an issue halfway through the game. I was like, ah, there's some plot holes and story issues. And you're like, technically, this is a sequel. I'm like, okay, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I would have more backstory if we had played that. Um, Deathloop. I'm excited for Deathloop. I am too. That one you'll watch me play. Yes. Uh, the rest of these I don't think are coming out this year, even though they say 2021, they're not going to be. God of War Ragnarok. Oh my god! We literally have a 10 second teaser and all it says is Ragnarok is coming and everybody assumes that's the title, but it has not officially There's been called it yet. There's no way it's coming out this year. <laughs> no. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Ooh, I cannot wait for that game. I know, you're you're very excited for that one. I I think it's going to be really good. Okay. I still say we're going to write for reviews before we get it. I'm very burnt out on Harry Potter right now. I have been for a while, so it'll probably... Well, the nice part about it is it has nothing to do with Harry Potter. I guess that's the benefit. There's going to be some dumb thing that ties to it somehow. It's set in the 1800s, I know, but they're going to do something dumb, and it's going to make me angry. Or very happy. I don't know. Dobby will be around. (laughs) Dobby. Dead Dobby. (laughs) Dead Dobby. Zombie Dobby will go back into the past. Uh, uh, and then lastly, I put Stray. Oh, man, you're going to like Stray. Which is the cat with the backpack. You're going to be playing some Stray. I am. There's some other games. Uh, little, It's not Little Nightmares. It is Little Devils I'm excited about, too. Devils game 2021. I think it's called Little Devils. Little Devil Inside. Little Devil Inside. That's what it is. I'm excited about that one. There's a few other games that look interesting. There's one that's kind of like a uh, Deathloop-esque uh, thing. It's the one where she's in space and she keeps dying and coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one has a release date now. But Ratchet & Clank is the one I'm... I think that's going to be the first one to come out of that of that list that you mentioned. Yeah, that one's supposed to be quarter one. So near rep- that might be near replicant. It might. Yes. Yep, sometime in quarter one of 2021. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets pushed back. Yeah, exactly. I could see it being like June, just with what they showed us and the showcase and just the load times is just, yeah. There are going to be some bugs Uh, to fix. It won't come out next year, but we would like some news on Breath of the Wild (gasps) 2. If we get some news on it, we might just do an impromptu, this is what they said, we're drooling. Here's what we want. (laughs) Ralph, give Give me me a towel. towel. All right, guys, if you have any games you want us to play in 2021 or you disagree with our 2020 picks and for any reason, uh, let us know. Uh, you can reach out to us at Twitter at, at Gaming Marriage or at Gmail is uh, Gaming Marriage at gmail.com. We'd like an email, something, you know, complain to us. Anything, please. Yeah, we're, we're lonely over here. <laughs> so lonely. It's the pandemic. You, you're not doing anything. You're sitting at home <laughs> in your PJs listening to this. Come on. Tweet us. I know. No one tweet, likes us. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Tweet-a-lee-a-lee. 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 No. <laughs> Woo! 
Thank you. <laughs> <All> <laughs> On right, that note. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a good new year, okay? Bye. Bye.